Bocher Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access. This is the Monday night version, and we're so glad you've joined us this evening. And of course, Rudy Dixon is our esteemed producer. You can get us in many ways, of course, on radio and then at home via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN online at NashFM1061.com. Tune in app anywhere in the world to do so. Of course, the podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, click on podcast to do so. You can also email me, Ken, at CrescentCitySports.com or call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 to participate. We'll talk later on in the show to Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com about LSU baseball and LSU football. Basketball is the topic to start with. Of course, the women's Final Four, the last teams to be decided tonight as that is getting set to be determined. Both men and women are in Texas. The Final Four is Houston for the men, Dallas for the women. Tonight, the Final Four teams to be decided, Virginia Tech, Ohio State, are playing the late game, the early game about to get started is Maryland and unbeaten South Carolina. Already in the women's Final Four, the LSU Lady Tigers. What an incredible performance uh, to get there by Kim Mulkey's team. Iowa also in the Final Four on the women's side, too. Going to talk about the men's Final Four extensively. We'll touch on the women to start with. Joining us to talk about college hoops, our good and great friend, and now soon to be a Hall of Fame coach, Timmy Byrne. Timmy, number one, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on the honor. Hey, Ken. appreciate it. It's always good to be spending the uh, night talking hoops with you, that's for sure. Well, listen, I, I mean, look, uh, your career, uh, and a couple of people have asked me, is it over yet? I don't know. I, maybe, maybe not. But stay tuned, right? That's You never say never to anything, do you? I don't. I, I You know, every time I say never, I'm, I'm, I end up... Uh, uh, doing it, you know, even when I was a little kid, when I said I'd never do that, I, you know, I'd never go there. That's the place that I would end up. So um, I've got a lot of lessons uh, that I've learned when you use that word never, that's for sure. 
Thank you. Before we talk about the women and the men extensively, Carver, Newman, Ponchatoula, all winning boys state championships from this area. Uh, just your thoughts. I mean, Carver, that's a great accomplishment having graduated all those players. Uh, Newman, that was really expected and they were exceptional. And of course, Ponchatoula uh, coming really out of nowhere, but they have a superlative uh, big man in Alan Graves. Just talk a little bit about those three teams, if you will, and what they accomplished. Yeah, I think I think Ponchatoula because of the 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 one difference maker, and then you you put him alongside of uh, nice pieces, especially athletic players. Then you're going to have something special. I think the Carver situation is uh, really you got to take your hat off to the coach. Uh, he he lost a lot, and all he did is uh, plug some players in there early on. They they weren't the greatest team. But he brought those uh, those players along, and they just kept getting better and better and better. And then they beat some really good teams down the stretch. And so he's he's got a program now. Yeah, Nate uh, Roche. Nate Roche's done a great job. You're right. Yeah, he's he, you really have to give him credit. And then Newman, uh, you know, Randy Livingston has really built uh, uh, what's what's on the road to being a dynasty. He's, uh, he's got a lot of great players, and uh, he pretty much steamrolled through the uh, Louisiana competition. He did. A brilliant performance uh, on uh, Newman's part, and they'll be good for years to come. Very reminiscent of Riverside with what they did, no doubt. Jimmy Bird with us. All right, so uh, the women, just to, to talk about that briefly. Uh, look, you, you, you're a Louisiana guy, so you grew up here, and you knew about Kim Mulkey because she was right after you in high school, you know, right there in Hammond, close by, and you saw what she accomplished there, what, four state championships, then goes on to the college level, wins two, state cha two uh, national championships as a player, and then, of course, as a coach, three national championships, including at Baylor, a school you're very familiar with, comes to LSU, and in one year's time, she's got them in the NCAA last year, winning a, a first-round game, and now this year, in year two, despite graduating about 75 to 80% of her scoring from last year, she's got her team in the Final Four. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, you know, Kim, I, I played against Kim in baseball, believe it or not. she uh, I was playing for Covington at the time in Dixie Youth Baseball, and she was playing for Hammond, and uh, she was mowing guys down. And uh, it was a big controversy because at the time they wouldn't let girls play, and then right before the All-Star Games, they ruled her ineligible, but she was an incredible athlete and could play whatever sport you wanted her to play. And the thing that separates Kim from everyone else is she's just a fierce competitor. Um, you know, as a point guard, being a, a very small uh, player, uh, she she just didn't understand that she was undersized, and she just she's just a winner. She's won at every level. Uh, she's won at different places as a coach. And uh, the big thing is she gets her girls to buy into how she wants them to play. Now, I will say this. Um, can they win it all? Um, I don't think they have the outside play to do it. But you never know. If, if, if they can get some, get some calls to go for them as opposed to against them, uh, then they may have a shot. Yeah, I agree with you. They've, that's why I'm so impressed. I mean, they don't have – the firepower from the perimeter. They just don't. They've got one shooter, Alexis Morris, and she has to handle the ball quite a bit. So it makes it difficult. But to see what they've been able to accomplish with this team, 
is impressive to say the least. Look, uh, Angel Reese has just been amazing to watch. 32 double-doubles in one season. That's pretty impressive, man. Yeah, at any level, that, that's pretty incredible. Just awesome. You know, Iowa reached the Final Four yesterday on the women's side, and I watched some of that. And Caitlin Clark, she's the best, she's the best player in the country, and her, you know, her scoring ability is off the charts. I mean, and this is an honest statement. You don't see it often in the women's game where somebody scores 40 points. And she did it in an Elite Eight game. That's awfully impressive. Well, she's just so fun to watch because she's one of those players that, you know, her, her teammates play up to her level. And they're not nearly as good as her, but she's got them all playing like they're just as good as she is. And that's just because of how good she is. And she stretches the floor because of her range. And then her ball handling ability and passing ability just makes them a really difficult team to beat. If they're hitting shots, if, if, the, if, if, if her teammates hit shots, uh, they, they would have a shot to beat uh, whoever they play in these next two games. Well, it's going to be South Carolina, you got to figure. I mean, they play Maryland tonight. South Carolina's 35-0, and defending national champion. They're so tough physically. They're so deep. I just have to expect that's going to be the case. Of course, LSU, on the other hand, will get the winner of the other game. And Virginia Tech, Tennessee getting ready to do battle there. All right, so flipping it to the men's side, this is some interesting year. No number one seeds there. No number two seeds there. No number three seeds there. And only one number four seed is there. Of course, to me, that number four is a demonstrative favorite in UConn. They have been off the charts good. Interestingly enough, though my bracket got ruined early, I picked UConn to win the national championship before the tournament started. So I'm looking pretty good at this point, aren't I? Yeah, you are. I mean, the bottom line is UConn, in in some um, prognosticator's mind, thought that they were the best team in late November and in December. And, um, you know, they have all the pieces. They seem to be an invincible team. But invincible teams, remember, get beat, uh, especially in the Final Four. And uh, you never know. I mean, they, they could get in foul trouble. They could have an off night shooting the three. I think if they don't shoot the three, they're, they're vulnerable to getting beat because they're going to go up against um, a, three, a three-point shooting team. And, uh, you know, Miami could – Miami could end up beating them if they can get three guys that can shoot high percentage shots from the three-point line. And so if they can make, you know, 12 to 15 threes, they can beat uh, uh, Connecticut. But if, if they don't, they have no chance because Connecticut has it all. They've got inside. They've got outside. They've got the mid-range uh, four-point, uh, the four-point guard. Uh, you know, the point forward that handles the ball and he's the glue. And uh, they're just, they're so deep. Um, they're an impressive looking team. So if they don't have an off night, they, they will win the whole thing. Miami, of course, that was a crazy game to watch yesterday. I watched it all. They, they were 13 down in the second half to Texas and looked like they were dead. And all of a sudden, Texas not only went cold, they looked like they kind of lost what they wanted to do. Miami just turned it on and played phenomenal. Not only erased a 13-point deficit, but they win by 7, 88-81. Coach Laranega has done an outstanding job with that team, obviously. He has, and, and they're just a prime example of, of, of how important the guard play is in, in the NCAA tournament. If you have multiple guards, 
that can play make for you, um, you know, throughout a, a, a 40 minute game. If you don't, if you don't play consistently well for 40 minutes, it's going to be hard to beat a team like that because eventually they're going to get on track. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they didn't, they didn't wither down the stretch when they got down by 13. You, you were waiting for them to fall apart, but because of their maturity, they they kept it together and then and then had a chance, kept chipping away. A couple of things went their way, and and boom! Once they caught Texas, you pretty much knew it was over with. And then Texas today decided to take the interim tag away from Rodney Terry and made him the permanent head coach. So he gets the job on a permanent basis after leading his team to the Elite Eight after Coach Beard was, of course, uh, you know, moved on in the middle of the season, and, and he's now got another job. As for Miami, the interesting story there, Timmy, is now you got a lot of people speaking out critically, saying they basically bought this team, and the NILs are the biggest part of that. You got N- Nigel Pack transferred from Kansas State to Miami, Got a two-year, $800,000 deal from Life Wallet. Isaiah Wong also got a $100,000 Life Wallet deal on that team as well. And there are one or two others that have been mentioned too. So, look, I don't have any criticism of what they're doing. They're playing by the rules and allowing it to happen. We saw that happen in football with Texas A&M. It didn't help them. They didn't even make a bowl game, even though they bought a bunch of players, as Nick Saban said. So Miami does this in basketball. Right now, I have no problem. But the problem I have is a lack of regulation. Uh, I think there's got to be some regulation put in place by the NCAA about NILs because it's the Wild West right now. Teams can do anything. Schools can do anything. They're recruiting players from other schools while they're still playing in the tournament. A couple of coaches said that we're playing in the NCAA tournament, that they were basically trying to re-recruit their players while they're in the NCAA tournament. Your thoughts? Well, I, I thought as a player, um, I, I think first and foremost, the transfer portal has, has transformed the game. And it's brought parity to, um, it's brought parity to the college ranks. And I thought it was needed. And as a player, I thought it was very unfair for a player to, to transfer and have to sit out when you could go to a school. Really, you go to, to a school to play because of the coach. I don't care what anybody says. You don't go to a school just because of the name of the school. And, you know, a lot of people try to say that you do, but the fact of the matter is you don't. And for, for a for a coach to recruit a player to a school and then be offered more money and then just abandon those players he recruited there, and those players in in the past had to stay there and and suffer the consequences if they transferred sitting out. I, I thought that was very unfair. Um, you know, if they want players to sit out a year when they transfer, we'll make the coaches sit out a year. You know, it just it didn't make to me. It was it was. It was not fair. Um, it's not pop. It's probably not popular for me to have that uh, that point of view. But the reality is, the transfer portal changed the game. Now, the the flip side of that is, it is the Wild West with the NIL. And where is it going to stop? Um, I, I think if twenty years ago, if the NCA would have done the right thing 
and would have allowed schools to pay for incidentals and pay for, you know, kids to, to be able to eat and, and have some pocket money, this would have never happened. But the NCAA has been taking advantage of these college players for a long time. And so now you've got the opposite effect whereby the pendulum has swung so far that it is the Wild West. And, and I don't know how long, it might be five years before they get a handle on, on this NIL, but I don't blame Miami. I don't blame any of these schools that are playing by the rules and they're paying players. As long as they're not baking, uh, breaking the rules, people shouldn't have a problem with it. Exactly what I said uh, leading into it. The only caveat I would throw in there is simply that they have to put some regulations in place. No school should be dealing with their players being recruited by other schools while the season is still going on. That shouldn't happen in my mind. And then once the season's over with, uh, to me, I think the way the rules should be is simply this. If the player, the player must first announce that he's in the transfer portal. Once that happens, then it gives you the opportunity to contact a player. And, and I'm all for that. But I think uh, it should be – it's a cart before the horse. Does that make any sense? No, and, and I, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. You know, there, there, there are some tampering going on. There's, there's illegal contact trying to get a, get a kid to come out of, you know, to go into the portal, and they already have the deal arranged. You know, they've got to police that. But think about this, Ken. Think about number seven at LSU. Mm -hmm. who, who made number seven? Who made that number just, I mean, Burt Jones made that number what it was, right? Yes, originally, that's correct. So think about all the number seven LSU jerseys that were sold. Of and course. Burt Jones didn't get a penny of that. That, that to me, that's not fair, and and you know, Burt Jones, you know, or a player like that, that you know, may you know, a player that has has brought certain things to a school and doesn't even have enough money to go wash his clothes. To me, that's a crime, and and so that part of the that part of NIL, I think, is is a great thing, and and I think it'll come. I think there'll be a happy medium somehow, some way, either through, you know, legislation or, mm -hmm. well, I don't think the presidents will get their act together, but, <laughs> but I think there's going to be five years of, of people not liking, you know, the San Diego States winning, um, Miami winning, or some of these schools that they think have really paid a lot of money to get these players. Yeah. I think five years of that, they'll have enough of it, and they'll try to bring it back into the middle. Well, you mentioned San Diego State. A little bit of a controversy there, at least from my perspective, and the way they beat Creighton. And the reason I say that is because, you know, again, the whole argument about do you call a foul in that situation, he's got his hand on his hip. Well, that happened a lot during the game, and they didn't call fouls in that game. They called 22 fouls in the whole game, and then they decided the game by calling a hand on a hip with less than two seconds left. Yeah, I, you know, it's unfortunate that the referees at the end um, can change the outcome of a game. But if you listen to Creighton's coach, I mean, I think he had it dead right. I, I, you know, you go two for 
would they go two for uh, from the three point line? Or yeah, they missed. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, did they deserve to win that game? Did they get outplayed? Um, maybe. Um, Man, it, I don't think. I don't think so. I think. I think it was just a dead even game. Watching it, I, yeah. Know, both teams. Both teams struggled offensively. Both teams defended well. And it was heading for overtime, which would have been right. appropriate. But look, can you call that a foul? Yes. Was that called a but foul during but the course don't. of the game? No. Yes. Yeah, you, you don't. I know if I was a referee, I would not want to be responsible for who wins the game. Yeah. And that's what happened in that circumstance. So uh, that said, San Diego State, another great job by a former Jim Fisher assistant. And then FAU, uh, what a story. And that guy's a really good coach, by the way. You know, FAU is, they go six foot, six two, six three, six four, mm-hmm. one through four. And then they have a seven footer. Yep. They, they you know, it, it, it reminds me of in high school when we had that team with Herb McGee and Vaughn Julian and yep. Malik Crowfield and Jordan mm-hmm. Andrews. The, the pressure that those four guys can put on a defense because you you have to take maybe some starters out to match up with them because the 6-4 guy on their team is going to get guarded typically you know by a 6-8 6-9 guy that can't move with them sure. so so you automatically think well they're going to be at a disadvantage on on the rebounding end because they're going to be outside mm-hmm. but what people don't understand is those guards are very physical and they're very muscular and they're extremely athletic. And so for them to out rebound Kansas State two to one, you know, forty four to twenty two, you know, people don't realize how physical and how much of a rebounding team that Kansas State was. And they were a hot team and they got destroyed on the offense and defensive glass by FAU. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think if if they don't if if they call this if the referees call this game and don't let San Diego State hand hand check in the open court then FAU can win the game. If if they if they don't call that hand check well, then it's going to be hard for FAU to beat San Diego State because San Diego State is like a bunch of pros uh, playing against high school kids when it comes to the physicality. Yeah, they're very physical. You're right. Good point, Dusty May. Done a heck of a job at Florida Atlantic. All right, 504-260-1061. Joe is in Mandeville. Hey, Joe, thanks for the call. Uh, You're on with Jimmy Berg. Good evening. Yeah, 79-79. Ball goes up in the air. And Brock is standing there, butted up against the guy, and the sideline judge calls over the back. Then you got your center rep overruling that with a minute left at seventy-nine, seventy-nine. You're talking okay. about you're talking about Texas, Miami, of course, right? Yeah, Omir, yeah. the uh, Omir yeah. guy's supposed to be fouled out, and he instead he gets two free shots. Come on, yeah. you blew the call. Yeah. That was a yep. bad call. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I I I agree with you. I agree with you, Joe. I, so the point it, I'm the point I'm trying to make: if you condition yeah. these players to let them hand check in the first three uh, three quarters of the game, and then you call it at the last ten minutes of the game, 
you're going to get a different outcome, I promise you, because they're going to be on to you about how you can do that. And the coach knew that. Hey, start running up the paint and let them touch you, and they will call a foul. Okay? The officiating is just ridiculous. they got to clean it up. Never mind about the players getting played, okay? If the coaches move around like migrating ants, the players should be able to do it too, okay? Yep. I don't have any problem with Miami having to pay their players to come and uh, go to the school there. But if your yep. coach leaves and your player is stuck there, is it really fair? I yep. think Bird had a point there, so. Yep. You're right. Oh, no. He's, Let's just you're, hope you're they right. don't have this in the Final Four with the officiating because they really yep. got to either tighten it up or let them play. That's all I'm pointing. Right, well, well done, Joe. Thank you, buddy. Right. Yeah, I think it's like anything. I do a lot of baseball games. All you want is consistency. If a pitch is a strike on the outside edge in the first inning, it should be that way in the ninth inning. If it's not a strike, then it shouldn't be that way later in the game. Just be consistent. Don't change it for the moment. And that's kind of what you're talking about in both of those circumstances, Timmy. Yeah, you know, you, you, can, you can, as a coach, as a player, you can adjust the calls. Whether, no matter how a referee calls it, you can adjust to it. But what you can't do, and Joe's got a, got a good point, if, if it's called a certain way, I'll get for three quarters or, or three quarters of, of the game, and then all of a sudden you change how you're going to call, then it's going to be very unfair to whoever loses. And so that's the, that's the part of refereeing that's, that's really not fair. And, and that's where the 10% of referees kind of separate themselves on, you know, you got about 10% of referees in every association that are really, really good. And they have the ability to be consistent no matter how the game changes. Right, and and with all due respect, it's a tough job, and and we completely realize that, and it's easy to be a critic, but you know when when you have games of this magnitude and situations of that magnitude, uh, you just don't like to see games decided uh, by calls that were not consistent with what transpired previously. That's all. So to me, uh, and I do a bunch of games as you know on every sport. It's all about being consistent. Once you understand what it's going to be like, then as you said. You adjust to it as a coach and as a player. Is it going to be an advantage to one team over the other? Yes, depending on the circumstance, but you adjust. It's no different than the pitcher. The pitcher that lives low in the strike zone, if he has an umpire that calls a low strike, he's going to have a great night. If he has an umpire that doesn't call a low strike, he's going to struggle. I mean, it's that simple. So, again, you must adjust to the circumstance and be the best you can be under those circumstances. So, Really interesting. Last point, obviously, men's Final Four, before we let you get away. Three newcomers and UConn. You know, UConn's won it before and been there before, but I think this is good for the sport. Thoughts? Absolutely. This is, you know, this is an exciting time, March Madness. And, uh, you know, you always would have one or two upsets, but never have we had uh, the parity this year that we've, you know, that we've encountered. There, there's just every, there's multiple games that went down to the final play. Um, and it didn't matter if it was a 12 seed or a 15 seed. It seemed like virtually every team had a chance to win. And, uh, man, that makes for a great tournament. And then to see none of the, none of the, the top seeds 
in the in the final four. I don't think this has ever happened. Do you remember? Nope, I don't had, remember it in my life, you know. Nope. Nope. Has not. And so I think it's very good for the sport to see uh two mid majors in the final four and then basically a non basketball school in Miami in the final four. Going into the Louisiana High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame. I could not be happier for you. I know it's in Baton Rouge. What's the date of that, Timmy? Well, it it, it, it already happened. It was it was actually in uh it was in Alexandria. Okay. And, uh, we had a good banquet, and yep. you know, all, all I can tell you, Ken, is is th- this this was because of my players. This was, uh, and and I was proud to accept it and humbled yep. and honored, yep. really, from my players because I was very fortunate to have uh, every player that played for me contribute, and my role players is really what made our program, even though our stars you know, got most of the credit. Uh, this this was not really what I did. It's what, what my players did. Wish I could have been there, buddy. Congratulations. And listen, I appreciate the time tonight. Hey, always, always good to uh, be on the air with you and always uh, good working with you, Ken. Thanks All a right, lot. Jim. You bet. All right, we'll take a time out here when we return to LSU football and baseball. Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com joins us next on All Access on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and NashFM1061.com. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 106.1 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 106.1 Nash Icon. Country for life. Is your tub worn out, but you're not sure who to trust to replace it? With over 2 million successful bath remodels, people trust Bathfitter because we know how to do it right. We've been custom designing and manufacturing baths for over 35 years. Our unique tub-over-tub installation takes as little as a day with no demo to fit your busy schedule. And we offer a lifetime warranty on every tub. That's how confident we are in our quality and durability. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. itemized deductions. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. 
there must be a reason. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. Not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Looking for a fun Latin spot in Uptown? Mucho Mas Eatery and Lounge. From the amazing atmosphere, the wonderful food, and the powerful drinks. Visit us at 8201 Oak Street or online at muchomasnola.com. This report is sponsored by Kite Fest and West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau. Looking for a fun, family-friendly adventure? Come have a blast at Kite Fest, Louisiana, April 29th and 30th. Kite flying, fun for kids, food and big fireworks Saturday at dusk from the West Baton Rouge Convention and Visitors Bureau. Plan your trip today at visitlouisiana.com. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. LSU's women are in the Final Four. The Lady Tigers beat Miami 54-42 in the Greenville Regional Final. Alexis Morris 18 points. Angel Reese, 13 points, 18 rebounds. The Lady Tigers advance to Dallas to play the winner of Virginia Tech and Ohio State. It is the sixth overall appearance in the Final Four for LSU. The men's Final Four will be Miami and UConn, San Diego State and Florida Atlantic and Houston next Saturday. San Diego State heads Creighton 57-56. Miami beat Texas 88-81 Sunday. The Pelicans back in action tonight at Portland against the Blazers. Portland lost 118-112 to Oklahoma City last night. Thunder a half game beyond the Pelicans. Lakers dropped a half game beyond New Orleans as well with the loss to the Bulls. College baseball, Lamar beat UN 9-4 to win the series. Texas A&M Corpus Christi over Southeastern 3-1. Nichols beat McNeese 8-5. Golf Sam Burns of LSU wins the WGC Dell Technologies match play in Austin, Texas, beating Cameron Young 6-5 in the final. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Interesting times at LSU, of course, football team now ramping up in the spring and baseball team continuing to play well and put themselves in a good position. Still ranked number one in the nation, the Baseball America Rankings released today, Florida, a very competitive second with Wake Forest third, Vanderbilt fourth, Virginia fifth, Arkansas, whom LSU just beat is still seventh, South Carolina's 10, Tennessee 11. As you talk about those SEC teams, Kentucky having a really good season 
is at number 18. Texas, whom I saw about a week ago in person, is 19th. And Missouri is 25th. Joining us now to talk about LSU baseball and a little bit on football from TigerBait.com, good and great friend Brian Lazar. Brian, always a pleasure. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Ken. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, thanks. I mean, with LSU baseball, so far so good. It's interesting because, you know, the goal in that league is to win series, and that's exactly what they've done because it's such a tough league. People think sweep. Well, maybe there's a sweep there a couple of times, you know, somewhere down the line, but, you know, A&M and Arkansas are good baseball teams and hard to sweep, and those are two good series wins. Yeah, you just like you said, uh, look, this conference is pretty good. Now, now LSU's schedule <clears throat> is a little bit top-heavy this year. Uh, you know, people thought A&M, you know, they went to the College World Series last year, had, had a decent number of players back, but they have not gotten off to a good start. Uh, you know, they, uh, that would probably be but the way that A&M has played. You know, maybe LSU could have swept that series, but, you know, didn't get good enough starting pitching on the last day and, and lost and had to settle for two out of three. You know, A&M went to Knoxville this past weekend and got swept by Tennessee. And then they played Arkansas as a good team and, you know, certainly had to be satisfied winning two of the three games there. Now they have Tennessee coming into town this week. And, you know, Tennessee got swept by Missouri on the road and then swept A&M at home. So, And their starting pitching has not been as good as everybody thought they were going to be. Tennessee lost a lot of its offense, but starting pitching was uh, had just about everybody back and thought that would be very strong, and they've not been that good. And then after Tennessee, then they got South Carolina, who's six and zero and plays Mississippi State, who is looks like the worst team in the conference this week. So South Carolina could be nine and zero when LSU goes there in a couple of weekends. So uh, you know, look, the whole key you want to be a national seed. Uh, to be a national seed, I've always say if you are one of the two best teams in the SEC, you will be a national seed. Now, some years you could be, you know, the SEC may get three national seeds, but playing it safe, if you want to be a national seed, you've got to be one of the top two teams. And, you know, certainly LSU at this point it has, is considered one of the top two teams in the conference. I would say that's accurate. And, I would say what you said about Tennessee is right. Uh, Tennessee's good. It's an interesting series. And, of course, you know, that's a very animated team with a very animated coach that rubs a lot of people the wrong way, Tennessee. Yeah, no doubt about that. And I'm sure everybody can remember, you know, when LSU went up there and lost in the Super Regional two seasons ago. Uh, and then and last year, you know, like you said, you described it well, animated players, animated coach, and I think everybody was pretty happy when they got upset in the uh, in the Super Regional last year. And, uh, you know, Ken, that's the whole thing. You know, when you talk about there's a difference between being a good team over 56 games and then what happens when you get into the Regional and the Super Regionals, because then it's, uh, you got to be good over a three-day period, and you know certainly when you get to a to a super regional, the other team's going to have good pitching, and you you know just like what happened to LSU Friday against Arkansas, you know uh, yes, uh, Paul Skeens pitched great, but so did Arkansas, you know, which used its number one starter and its top reliever, uh, and they were great. So you neither team scores for a while, and then. 
You know, LSU's bullpen had a bad inning in the tenth, and you know they lose the game in the series, and that that can happen. You know, when you face good pitching. Now, I'll say this about this LSU team: they are going to maul mediocre pitching. And when I say maul, I'm not. They're scoring double figures, and that's what happened. You know, in the Saturday in the doubleheader Saturday against Arkansas. Arkansas yeah. did not throw good pitching out there. They were just average pitchers. And what LSU do? Scored 12 and they scored 14. So if you want to hold this LSU offense down, it's going to take some a really good pitcher, a really good pitcher. Because if you're not really good, LSU is scoring double figures. Visiting with Brian Lazar, talking about LSU baseball. Of course, you know Tommy White had the big game Saturday and – Trey Morgan's done good things, obviously. You could point to Gavin Dugas, who's been really good consistently. You know, you've had guys that have done a good job in, in the moment, whether it's Joe Bear below, so whatever. Uh, but Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens, in my mind, you're talking about the player of the year and the pitcher of the year in the country right now. Uh, the numbers they put up certainly show that. You know, Dylan Cruz is, you know, he's like, you know, usually you have guys that you say, yeah, this guy's a threat to get a hit every time up. And then, No, this guy is really a threat to get a hit every every time up. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, we're uh, 24 games into the season and he's batting over 500. And, uh, you know, he's got power. Uh, he, he's, you know, certainly going to be a, you know, high draft pick. Is he going to be the number one pick in the draft? I don't, I don't know. Uh, partially goes by what's the needs of the team that's, you know, got the first pick in the draft. Uh, Skeens is certainly, uh, you know, I, I had a conversation with Ben McDonald uh, over the weekend. Ben was doing the games and we were talking about Skeens and he said that the, the most impressive thing about Skeens is after 100 pitches, he's still throwing 100 miles an hour. And, uh, you know, he's got to – his control's probably got to be a little bit better. But, you know, you know, this is a guy that's going to pitch in the majors and may get there pretty quickly. You know, he probably – you know, Ben said this out. He, could, he said he could pitch in somebody's bullpen at the end of this year. You know, and uh, – but, I mean, I'm certain because of his size and everything – People look at him and say that's a future starting pitcher, and uh, you know it's, he's got to make sure his control and, and control isn't just walks; it's commanding the strike zone. And that's you know we were having Ben and I were having this conversation Saturday, and he says that's what separates the good major league pitchers is is command of all of more than one pitch in the strike zone where they throw it. Totally agree. All right, I'm flipping the page to football. I guess the story right now would be, you know, lack of depth, injuries, offensive line, running back maybe uh, to be a little bit concerned about. Are these little concerns, medium concerns, or large concerns? Uh, well, I think there's some areas. I mean, look, the offensive line, they got six guys that you can count on. Now, mm-hmm. if your, your season runs out and you start getting injuries where you have to go more than six for an extended period of time, any team's going to be in trouble. You know, sure. Any team's going to be in trouble. Uh, running back, you know, they got no guys right now in spring, but that's no problem. They'll have three or four guys with experience in the fall. You know, I did a piece of, you know, put this number down a few weeks ago. You know, the four running backs that they had last year, they combined 
for more rushing yards than LSU got from Clyde Edwards Hilaire in, in 2019. So, I mean, it doesn't matter how you do it as long as you get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, Ken, before you talk about injuries, I don't understand this now. Look, with everybody, all these teams having guys in the transfer portal. And, and look, the same thing's going to happen every year. Guys are going to come. They look at it. I'm not going to play. I'm going to leave and go somewhere else. That's going to happen unless they would change the transfer rule. That's happening. I don't know how you can really have spring practice. You don't have enough. You're not going to have enough bodies. Like LSU, LSU can't, you know, LSU cannot scrimmage. LSU cannot scrimmage. They don't have enough offensive linemen. They have six scholarship offensive linemen. Uh, I should say seven scholarship offensive linemen. Offensive lineman in spring. One of them's Mark. One of them's hurt now. Frazier's hurt now. So they only got six. Well, how can they? You know, you can't scrimmage. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even have. Who is the first line? First defensive line going to go against? You don't want the first defensive line to go against the first offensive line all the time. You just don't have bodies. It's, and so you know, you look at with this transfer portal. It's free agency. It's free agency. And look at what the pro teams do in the spring. You know, they have their mini camps, and but they don't really – it's not a full-fledged spring practice like colleges do. And I really question what is the purpose if spring football, as we know it, should continue in college. I, I you know, LSU, you know, people want a spring. You can't have a spring game. you got no offensive line. You don't even have enough offensive linemen for two teams. So what you you'd be playing four walk-ons for the second offensive line? You, you, that serves no purpose. They have they have two scholarship running backs that are healthy right now. Uh, yeah. So it, it's I I just think that because of the transfer portal and how people are coming in and out, and you're gonna you're not gonna have all your incoming freshmen in. Uh, I I just don't see the the, the need or the purpose of spring football as it has been set up for years and years and years. Sure thing. Final thought, quarterback situation. Jane Daniels is clearly the starter. Uh, Garrett Nussmeyer has impressed. He figures to play. What, what's the scenario you envision there, if you have to say something about it today? Uh, well, Jane Daniels plays great, and LSU wins a bunch of games. I mean, I... Look, can they use Garrett Nussmeyer as as you know, come in and give him a different look? Yeah, you can you can do that and use that. But why? If Jaden Daniels is playing well, you're, there's no need to do that. I mean, I know Brian Kelly is not a guy. He has used two quarterbacks in the past at Notre Dame, but he used them when the number one guy was struggling a little bit. If if Jaden Daniels struggles next year, then LSU is not going to have the type of season that they want to have. You know, the, you know, I, I, you know, everybody Garrett Nussmeyer, they talk about what he did against Georgia and what he did against Purdue. Well, let's examine both of those a little closer. Throw out what he did against Purdue. That was like a, you know, that team just, was, was in just scrimmage, just scrimmage. Yeah. players that he's right. playing and Georgia. Yeah, he came in the second half and played great. Georgia had a big lead, didn't let him complete passes. That's fine. 
And Georgia didn't prepare for Garrett Nussmeyer. In other words, their defensive game plan for that day was for Jaden Daniels and not for Garrett Nussmeyer. So it's right. totally different. So, look, uh, everybody is critical of Daniels. Uh, all I know is this. Daniels, they won 10 games last year. Now, did he play great in those 10 wins? No. But he was very, very good in the three most important wins of the season. When they put together those three wins over Florida, Ole Miss, and Alabama, he was very good. And those are the three wins that catapulted LSU to a 10-win season. And for LSU, if, I know if Jaden Daniels wasn't on the roster last year, they would not have won 10 games. Totally agree. I do think Nussmeyer's good enough to play, and I think he's got a big league arm, but Jaden Daniels is the difference maker, and, and I think it's an accurate depiction and description of what is and what likely is going to occur. You can follow him on Twitter at BLDoor, uh, Brian Lazar, TigerBait.com. Thank you, Brian. Always appreciate the time. Thank you, Ken, Ken anytime. All right, a brief time out here. It's 504-260-1061, an update on the Saints with another signing as we continue in a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first Philip. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you. North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, x-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site. No appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to rapidurgentcare.com. They were ordinary people, like you and me, whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. This report is sponsored by Wendy's $3 Breakfast Deal. Wendy's $3 Breakfast Deal is your choice of bacon or sausage, egg and Swiss croissant, plus a small seasoned potatoes for just $3. Break your morning routine and get your $3 Breakfast Deal today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. This is Josh Danzig with Worry At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. 
Looking for some good theater? Well, then head to West Wego Cultural Center for the JPAS production of Stephen King's Misery, with shows taking place through April 2nd. And this Saturday night, don't miss the Shellabration fundraiser at the Audubon Zoo for a night of live music, fresh oysters, and much more. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit whereyat.com and click on our community calendar. Or pick up the latest issue of Where You At magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061-ICON through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. The New Orleans Saints continue to augment their team and roster as today they are signing wide receiver Brian Edwards, 6'3", 212, big guy, you know, age 24. So he's young in the game. He's got size. They're looking for that big guy to post up, make the contested catch. Aside from Michael Thomas possibly being back, I say possibly because of his health, we'll see. But Brian Edwards is a big guy. He's got three years in the league, and he's got experience in the league, but also experience with Derek Carr. He played with Carr with the Raiders in 2020 and in 2021. He had a pretty solid year in 2021, playing in 16 games, starting 12, caught 34 passes for 571 yards and three scores in his career. 79 or 48 receptions, I should say, 48 catches, 779 yards, four touchdowns. Last year, spent time with the Falcons, not much happening there. Only played in seven games and started one and caught just three passes. But it's adding depth and it's adding familiarity for Derek Carr and it's adding a, a receiver with some size to be able to perhaps give an option to Carr for a bigger target, which has been discussed. A brief time out here, back with a final word on the Pelicans as we continue in a moment with all access on Monday night here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal. And there's the sound of the prop hitting a really big rock. And now the sound of waves because the engine stopped. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles in home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. And now Martha Stewart for Skechers. When I make a dish or embark on a craft project, I always use the finest, most fabulous ingredients and materials. Which is why, when it comes to footwear, I love Skechers. Because Skechers is the comfort technology company and uses the most luxurious, innovative materials and designs to make wondrously comfortable footwear with all the fits and features like ArchFit and Skechers world-famous air-cooled memory foam. It's exactly the way I'd make shoes. Find Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So, you've got an oil change coming up. Consider STP Conventional High Mileage to save on motor oil for your everyday vehicle. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP oil filter for only $26.99. 
do the complete job for the right price. Get the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 221-3579. Find the top brands, inspiration, and great value you need to own your style now at Macy's VIP Sale. Use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 30% off spring trends and updates. Plus, get 15% off this season's go-to beauty, skincare, fragrances, and more. And don't miss out on limited-time specials going on now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for 3 bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did... For a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Pelicans back in action tonight. They're all important, but tonight at Portland against the Blazers, and obviously this becomes a, a must-win type of game for the Pelicans considering what's to come. they got the back-to-back because they play at Golden State tomorrow night. Uh, so very difficult if you don't win this one because at Golden State, then at Denver, uh, the number one team in the Western Conference on Thursday. So this is a huge game for the Pelicans tonight in the standings, currently in the eighth spot in the West at 37 and 37, a half game behind Minnesota for seven, a game behind Golden State for six, and they've got the Warriors coming up. So this is huge. And oh, by the way, just a game and a half behind the Clippers and two behind Phoenix. Phoenix is currently fourth. A lot of possibilities here, but 
Right on the tail of the Pelicans, the Lakers and Thunder just a half game behind them, and the Mavericks a game and a half back, and Utah just two games back. Twelve teams vying for those ten playoff spots. Pelicans in a must-win situation tonight against Portland. Brandon Ingram, player of the week in the NBA, 31 points, 10, assist, 10 rebounds, 7 assists average last week. He was brilliant and needs to continue to be that way for this team. We'd like to thank